Kadama Bat Ziva, may she have a full recovery. And uh, the Torah the words that we say um, uplift her recovery. Amen. Uh, next week we are sponsored. Um, we're looking for a sponsorship for the following week. So if you're interested, please let me know. And without further ado, you good? Okay, Rabbi Say. So you know the topic already. We'll talk about the concept of Avera Lishma. If I can do Avera with good intention. That's really connected to the, all the, four, the past three, four Shurim that we give. Because we spoke about if when Mashiach will come, we'll need to keep the Torah or not. That's also connected. Is the Torah forever or not? We spoke about the concept of if a Navi, he have the, a prophet have the power to change the Torah or not. That's his second step. Last week we spoke about Yeshua, that he changed the Torah. And now we need to speak about, is, are we allowed to change the Torah and make pilpulim? Make sense that if I'll do this Avera, will be better that I'll keep myself to so don't do a bigger Avera. So I'm being clear. I am not speaking today about the concept like Eliyahu in Hara Carmel that we spoke already, that he had the power of Navim to change the Torah. That was a power that he had with Nevu'ah. And we learned from the Ramam the four concepts to be able for a Navi to change the Torah. Now I'm talking every person in his life. And this can be in two aspects. Aspect number one, you feel that if you do a small Avera now, you'll be able to do a much bigger mitzvah after. Should you do a small Avera now to, make a, to do a, better, a bigger mitzvah after? Or you want to do a small Avera now to keep yourself safe to don't do a bigger Avera after. That's what's called Avera Lishma. You're doing a Avera, but with great intention. It's famous that in Russia they used to say that the Matara Mekadeshet Adamitzayi. What's the, in English they say? The goal, make permitted. Again? That's the concept. That's mean that if you have good intention, who cares what you're doing in the middle? The intention was good and will be permitted. There is a famous story. I do not know exactly what's the source of the story, but they say that when Ravaron Kotler came to America and he op- wanted to open a yeshiva in Lakewood, he went to a big a rich person and he asked him for money. And the guy says, no, we need money for yeshivot to sit and learn, not so important. And Ravaron Kotler wanted to show him how important it is. He waited till Shabbos. And he took a taxi and on Shabbos and he went to this rich person's house and he told him, I came to get a donation for the yeshiva. And the guy told him, Oy vey, Shabbos, what are you talking? Is everything okay with you? You just came out of a car. And Ravaron Kotler told him, if you don't give money and will not have yeshivot and Lakewood in America, the whole Yahadut in America will not be anything. We need to have yeshivot. So it's better to violate Shabbos now to get money to build a yeshivot. That's not pikuach nefesh. It's no pikuach. Pikuach nefesh is... It's simple. Pikuach nefesh is when a person will die. That's in a physical way. We're talking in a spiritual way. Rav Aaron Kotler made the decision that he was allowed to drive on Shabbos to get money for yeshiva because we need yeshivot. We need Lakewood yeshiva. Yes, but not in a physical way, in a spiritual way. That's a big chiddush. In pikuach nefesh, in a physical way, we all agree. I saw a second interest in Maise that was a minhag in America to only do Brit Milah on Sunday. The halacha is that when we have a baby, 
Eight days after, we need to do Brit Milah. But after the war was a big Nisayon that people wanted to work the whole time. And people start to have a new Minhag. No Brit Milah during the week. Everyone is busy. I need to go to work. They start to push all the babies to only do Brit Milah on Sunday. And Rav Hanikan, to stop this, he made a Takana that on Sunday is prohibited to do Brit Milah anymore. Even if the real day of the Brit Milah was on Sunday. The baby was born on Sunday. Eight days later, on Sunday is the day of Brit Milah. He made a special strong Takana to make the mistake of people of always doing it on Sunday. He wanted to go out against that. So he violated the Halakha for a much bigger purpose. Seems like from this story that there is this place in the Halakha, like Rav Aaron Kotler, to sometimes do a Verot Lishma or a, the Psak of Rav Hanikin, that is possible to do this. Anyone knows a Mekor in the Torah of someone that violated and did a Avera but was Lishma with good intentions? Where? So, a lot of people bring this. I don't think there's any connection. The concept of lying is part of the halacha that we are allowed to lie for shalom. We are allowed to lie because that. That's doesn't, that doesn't mean I violate the halacha. Some give the examples of what's happened if middle of Shabbos, the Eruv, you in Benebrak, everyone is caring. You see, you realize that there is a problem in the Eruv in the middle of Shabbos. Can you ask a Goy to fix the Eruv? If he fix, you violate Amira Lakum. You're telling the Goy to do something on Shabbos. And if not, you have thousands of people carrying on Shabbos and there is a problem. All the poskim right, that is permitted. But that's nothing to do because that is permitted when Chazal says, Amira Lakum. you're not allowed to ask a Goy to do something on Shabbat. They says that if the purpose is for a mitzvah, it's permitted. <laughs> What's happening, Rachel? Uh, uh, What's the Avera then? Who violates Avera? Who? Who? Who did the, uh, the prohibition? Lavan did. Lea didn't did anything. So they put her there. <laughs> what Roven did? <laughs> The what? He switched the beds. Yeah, exactly. So wasn't that he not supposed to do that? And he so where do you see Avera Which Avera he did? So it was not Kavod, but was Avera? Which prohibition he violated? Yosef Too far. Let's go B. Which Avera Lishma was? Which Avera? Who? Pinchas? That's not a vera. The halacha is that if you see someone with a goya, you should go and kill. Yes, that's a gemaraim asechet sanedrin. That's the halacha. If I go now in the street and I see a man sleeping with a woman goya, I can take the gun and yeah, you can do. That's the halacha. All these cases are not real cases. I'm looking for the cases that is no place in halacha. The halacha says prohibited. I come today and I say, you know what? I want to do that because it's good. The kavanah, the intention is good. For example, I tell you a few examples that are happening right now. The IDF have something that's called in Hebrew, Akitzat Dvora. I don't know what's the name in English. Akitzat Dvora is a technique that they use. Huh? Yeah. It's a technique that they use to, for people from the Mossad to find 
the Hamas, they take girls, Jewish girls from the IDF, and they send them like to the Arabs countries, and slowly, slowly that they should marry the Arabs, very, very important people in the Arabs from the Hamas. And they make themselves that they are mamesh, their wives, and they start to get the secrets, and slowly, slowly they give everything to Israel. That's called Akitzad Vora. Because like the bee, she made the honey, like very thing, very nice honey, you go to touch the honey and she bites you. That's part of our question. So let's go slowly. This woman, let's say she come to ask the question, am I allowed? She's Jewish. The Hamas is prohibited. You're not allowed to marry the Goy. Is she allowed to violate a prohibition of marrying a Goy for a good purpose, to save Klal Israel? Oh, very similar to Esther Malka. That's what I was expecting that everyone would jump. Esther Malka did a completely prohibition, sleeping with a Hashverosh, with a good intention to save Klal Israel. Yeah? So Charlie is saying that Esther maybe is not a good example because what happened if she stay quiet? She also get killed. So she also made to save herself. That's not only to save other people, but also to save herself. Good, but there is another very similar to Esther in the Tanakh. Yael. We know the story about Yael? Yael and Sisera. Good. Sisera was the general of the army and he was running away. He, was, he lost the war. He was running away and Yael saw him running. So she wanted to kill him. What she did, she went out and invited him. Come inside the house. Sisera came in and she started to give him milk and he started to drink. And the Gemara says seven times, in this, one after each other, Sisera slept with Yael. Till he was extremely tired, and then Yael stood up and killed Sisera. Says the Gemara, Tevorach minashim Yael. Minashim be'ohel tevorach. That Yael should be blessed more than nashim be'ohel. Who is the woman from the ohel? Sarah Rivka Rachel Velea. Why? Because even though that Yael violated the halakha, she slept with a goy, completely prohibited. But because was lishma, the intention was good purpose to kill Sisera was permitted. And the Gemara write on that, shocking. Gadol avera lishma mi mitzvah shelo lishma. Ah! Is higher if you do a Avera, Lishma, with good intentions, is higher than a Mitzvah Shelo Lishma. Then the Gemara asks, cannot be, you're exaggerating. The Gemara comes back and says, you're right, is not higher, is equal. Avera Lishma is equal Mitzvah Shelo Lishma. So if you learn Shelo Lishma, is equal Yael, the Dida Avera Lishma. And that starts to bother a lot, correct, Daniel? Because till now we could establish that the Torah is nothing to talk about. Whatever says in the Torah, we cannot change. But we start to see it's not like that. Yael violated the Torah and she slept with Sisera. And because she had good intention, she's better than Sararif Karachel Vela. And in the Maskana, she's equal with them by violating a prohibition. When can we do that and when can we not do that? Asher, what's these faces? Well, there's a common difference between 
not doing the, like a Shabbat Kasa, like not doing the Shema or not doing. Uh, it is, you're doing Avera. Okay. Let's say it's Karka Olam. Okay. Okay, good. Asher hold that this clan only can be if it's passive. If I'm not the one that is active, I'm not doing something, then I can say I'm not doing anything, even though that by not doing I'm violating the mitzvah, it's fine because it's a big, the, the kavanah is lishma. That's what Asher say. We'll see why he's wrong. <laughs> no. Just before, to carry on the concept of Yael, I find three very nice chuvots about this. Four different opinions on that. The Maharik write, number one, that Esther and Yael was permitted to sleep with Sisera and Achashverosh only because was Lehatzil Klal Israel was to save the whole Klal Israel. Sisera was dangerous for the whole Klal Israel. Achashverosh was dangerous for the whole Klal Israel. But if it's not dangerous for the whole Klal Israel, even if a lot of people are in danger, you are not allowed to violate the Halakha to save them. That's the Maharik. However, the Bet Yaakov have a scary mice. All the, uh, the mice that I will mention today are scary. Listen, listen, listen. listen. The Bet Yaakov says, he bring a mice. At the time in the Bet Yaakov was a crazy king that took a man. I don't know exactly what's happened, but that's all what he says. And he told this guy that either he go to sleep with a married woman or they go to kill him. That was the option. And was a woman from the community that she was married. And she says, you know what? I go to save this guy. The husband agree. And she went and slept with this guy to save him. Because now he can go back to the king and say, hello, I slept with this woman. And now you should not kill me. And they came back after the, the mice to the Bet Yaakov to ask, is the woman allowed to go back to her husband? Because the halakha is that when a woman does not, she sleep with another man. She's prohibited to come back to the husband. Why didn't she just give again? Why didn't give again? Before? Yeah. Still will be prohibited. Okay, but at least it's not. It's new. Could be. But they, that wasn't the plan. The plan was to save the guy. So the husband says, okay, yalla, I let you. Went and he wanted to go back. And now they ask the Bet Yaakov, is permitted to come back or not? Shocking, says the Bet Yaakov, that of course is permitted. Because she was allowed to do that. Because even though that was Avera, was Avera Lishma. She didn't did for herself. She did to save the other guy. And therefore, she's exactly like Yael and Esther. And she's permitted. And she even permitted to go back to the husband. Nah. Nah. Doesn't make any sense, this Bitiakov. Why? Tell me why. Number one, says Asher, what are you talking about? The guy himself couldn't do that because he's Gilui Arayot. He was supposed to get killed. So he was wrong to do. The Bet Yaakov hold, even though that he was wrong to do, she, she in her side, is not Yarek Valiavur, whatever is on Karka Therefore, she can violate a prohibition 
to save another Yehudi, to don't die. Even when according to the Halakha, he's supposed to die. Lemaisa, I'm saving him. That's a Chiddush. That's a Chiddush. That's a huge Chiddush that you can violate. But what I want to show from this, the bottom line from this Bet Yaakov, that he learned that there is place in Halakha to violate a prohibition. The woman completely violate to save the life of one man. That's a Chiddush. So it has to be that they're arguing no, no. Uh, the person is allowed, not me. No, but Esther Malkin Yael. That was the whole Klali Israel. He, you don't need to come out to that. Just say you want to save one person. No, no, we need to come to the whole Klali Israel because even though it is Terkar Kaolam, because it was Befarhesia, so it was prohibited. That's why we need to come to that. Okay, so that was one Maise. That wasn't the only Maise. That was from the Bet Yaakov. Another Chuvai find from the Shvut Yaakov. Don't confuse. Bet Yaakov, Shvut Yaakov. Was a group of people, crazy Maise, group of people going in the forest. And was a guy that find them. And he was, he was with too much energy. And he told them, I go to kill all of you. And they didn't know what to do. All, the whole group of Jewish people in the middle of the forest are in danger. was one woman, smart woman there, and they she told her husband, you know what, if you give me permission, I think I can save everyone. I'll just go very nicely to him, and I'll make made him do a vera with me, and that's it, everyone else will be saved. And the husband says, you're right, you're a smart woman, go, save us. And she went and stayed with this bad guy, and Lemaise, everyone else got saved, and after she herself managed to run away and got saved. And they asked the same question, the Shvut Yaakov, if was permit, she's permitted to go back to her husband. Says the Shvut Yaakov, permitted. Why? Avera Lishma. And says the Shvut Yaakov, why? Because she was not saving the life of one person, was saving the life of Rabim, was a group of people, Makes sense to do a Yavera to save a group of people and she did right and she can come back to her husband. Three opinions. One second for the question. Maharik says you only can do a Yavera if you go to save the whole Kalal Israel. Bet Yaakov says even if you go to save one. Shvut Yaakov says even if you go to save a group, not one, need to be a Rabim, need to be a group. Last opinion. The Nodabi Yudah bring this and the Nodabi Yudah says that this is the Shoresh of the Kofrim that go against the Torah. Wow. And there's nothing to talk about. It's always prohibited. And says the Nodab Yudah, don't ask me, Yael, Sisera, all these cases. He says, all of this was time that was Nevi'im. And they for sure had Ruach HaKodesh that came to them and told them that they could do. But in our generation that we don't have Ruach HaKodesh, always will be prohibited. Avadeh is Ruach HaKodesh. Mordechai was Esther Nichteva Beroch Kodesh. The whole Megillat Esther is Beroch Kodesh. Esther had so many times Beroch Kodesh. Mordechai. And must be that they had Beroch Kodesh. And that's why they're allowed to do. But in our generation, says the Nodab Yudah, even if you go to save the whole clan Israel, still prohibited. Because we don't have Beroch Kodesh. That's shocking. That's far opinion. Yes, H. So according to the first and Talking about the Eruv, for example, it's only, is it only because of the Kual? No, no, no. The Eruv, I already explained, is nothing to do. 
Because the Eruv is a prohibition that a banan to tell the Goy to fix the Eruv. So when Chachamim made the prohibition, they tell you it's permitted in a case to save people. I'm talking in cases that the Torah ne- never spoke about. So it's completely you, prohibited. You fixing the error itself if you don't have a area? Good question. If it's not a go, if I can violate Shabbos to save someone else. Good. That's also not totally connected because that's Chet Kedesh The different when I'm a Shabbat. If my responsibility to save someone else versus my own responsibility. Versus these cases that they are not saving the other person. They are saving or either their life, either themselves. Not save the other person to do, do, don't do the other. It's a little different. That is Okay, that's the four cases that we learned. Four different opinions about doing the woman sleeping with someone to save either Klal Yisrael, either even Yahid. Maybe Rabim or only the whole Klal Yisrael with Ruach HaKodesh. Clear, Daniel? Also, connected. Let's see. A woman sleeping with a guy is the same as sleeping with a Jew? Nida or normal? Ah, no. Machlog. Rabbeinu Tam says it is permitted. Yeah, it's connected. That's Rabbeinu Tam. No, but you, I imagine you're saying a very important question. That's very common today. What's happened? A man is going... is almost getting married to a goy. You want to go to him and say, Herbid, goy, what are you doing with her? Leave her. Go to marry the Yodiah. But there is a problem because if a person married a goy, a goya, non-Jewish woman, he violates a prohibition. But if he stay with a Yodiah, he had a different problem because she will be nida. And every time that they will be together, you know that they will not keep Tarata Mishpacha. So they're violating nida. Should you tell the guy, Marry the guy, better. Or Nida. Or even more, if the person is staying with a woman not married. He did not marry her. The woman come to the mikveh, and this happened and all the time happened. Women's asked to go to the mikveh when they're not married yet. Should you let them go to the mikveh or not? Either way, they are violating the halacha. But you want to save them from Nida. Should we violate the halacha in a smaller level to save them from a bigger level, a bigger you're prohibition not, or not? not? Violating the there. By me letting them go to the mikveh, How I'm, that I'm encouraging them. You're not encouraging them. It's not going to do it anyway. They want to do it. You're just letting them use a mikveh. Oh, so the Advan says, and that's the minhag, that we don't let. Because then you're giving gushpanka. You're giving a... Gushpanka, that's the word. Stamp. You give me. You never heard the word? Gushpanka. I know it's a word. It's Hebrew. What do you want from me? Gushpanka. Gushpanka. Karyana de Igreta Ihuli have a parvanka. That's another one. But Gushpanka. What's parvanka? Shaliach. Yeah. Gushpanka is a stamp. So the Radban says when the base then to give the stamp in something always is prohibited. That's good. That's different in Ida. But let's come back to our cases. Was a shul that people start to scream to each other every day. One came to shul, he go to put his tefillin. His friend used to scream, that's not how you put tefillin. The next day the other one is screaming. Everyone was screaming to each other. To give to Chacha. It was like a regular show. Yeah. 
They didn't know what to do, and they decide, you know what? They made a cherem. Every person that was screaming so is in cherem. Out. Perfect. The next day came a guy, and he mevaze the Mara de Atra. The, the rabbi there, he mevaze him. Was a guy watching this, and he got upset. He screamed on the guy, what are you doing? He's the rabbi, stay quiet. The next day, he came the question. Was a cherem to don't scream in show? And I violated the cherem. I just scream in show. He's in cherem or he's not in cherem? What do you say? Shvut Yaakov, Chelek Aleph, Siman, Yud Aleph. No? You think he's in cherem or not in cherem? No. Why not? So number one, says the Shvut Yaakov, Makes sense that they didn't make the cherem also for these type of cases. They probably meant stam screaming, but if you're screaming for kvoda Torah of the rabbi, it was permitted. But it says, even if they will say that they made the cherem for any situation, is avera lishma. He violated the prohibition, but with great intentions. Here, Asher doesn't help all what you're saying, because here is an action. Is not a karka olam that she's not doing anything, only he's doing on her. He, he's doing, he's screaming, he's violating the cherem. And still says the Shvut Yaakov, Avera Lishma, good intention. Cherem, to go against the cherem of the community is Avera. That's an Avera or that just leads to the no, but Asher and Abe are learning that it doesn't mean Avera Lishma. He's just bringing you an example. Like we see the concept of Avera Lishma, we see that the Torah have give power about your intentions. So also here was a good intentions. Could be. That is not literally Avera Lishma. Okay. What you go to say about Rav Chaim Vital. Rav Chaim Vital writes in Shara Gilgulim that my father told me a lot of secrets about how important and how elevate was his own Neshama. Again, Rav Chaim Vital told the secrets to his son, Rav Shmuel Vital, about the great, great Neshama that he had. He explained, Rav Chaim Vital, he explained that he had the same Neshama of Rabbi Akiva and the whole very, very high things. And even though that he made me promise that I will not tell anyone, Hareni holechu megale sod. I still here to tell you all the secrets. Why? chazal gadol avera lishma. He's saying, Ah, my father had anava. He wanted us to don't tell anyone. You can learn stuff from what I will tell you. Even though that the rabbi says, don't tell anyone, you're allowed, I'm here to spread Torah. Says Rabbi Chaim Vital, I'm violating the kibbutz vem that my father promised me that I will not tell anyone because of the Ralishma. That's another source. What did you do with this one? He's doing an action. <laughs> yeah, and he promised. So all these cases, people go to their rub or to their rub and they say, I want to do this action. It's an it's a it's a, a, a barely schmuck. Yeah. And the rabbi says, "Sock in very schmuck." But how? When can no, we do that? Who asks? You 
He says these words. He didn't say, he could say, he could say, my father didn't really meant, was only his anavan, now he already passed away. He says, Great question. Okay, could be. When we arrive to the Klalim, the Gidre Halacha, about the Gadolav Rarishma, we'll answer this question. His father is doing something that is terrible for his health, right? So he screams at him, right? Yeah. He can't do that. Would you call that a Veyra Lishma? No. No, that's mutter to do. That's nothing to do with this. Why? Because there, no, <laughs> nothing to do. There, you, you screaming in the father because the you. part of the kibud of him is to save him. So, looks from the outside that I'm the bad guy to my father, but really I'm saving him. Here is nothing to do. The father don't want, don't. But you push kibud of him to teach the other people to run. So you're violating a prohibition to win a much higher concept to teach people Torah. I tell you another mice. You think we start? I tell you even a crazy mice. Does it matter if his father was still alive or not? I don't know. He didn't mention if his father was alive or not. Maybe, yes, maybe not. Yeah, 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 there is. Doesn't make any difference. Even after his return. If you think we done, there is an even much crazy mice. As are you ready? Mice Azoi. Khatam Sofer Chelek Vav Siman Chet. The time of the Khatam Sofer, they are building a new shul. And for the new shul, they hire a professional person to write the letters Ze Hashar La Hashem Tzadikim Yevobo. Ze Hashar La Hashem Lamed after Yud, after Hey, Vav Hey. The whole name of Hashem. And the guy took some time. He wrote beautiful in a piece of metal. I don't know what was. And he left in front of Shul, and they scheduled that the next day the plan was to put this whole piece of art in the front of the Shul. That's what was. The next morning, everyone arrived to Shul, and they see the disaster happen. Was a guy against the Jews. He took, he saw the piece there in front of Shul before they screwed to the wall. He took this, he went inside the bathroom, the toilet of the Shul, of the Khatam Sofer. And he put in the wall of the bathroom Ze Hashar Hashem Am I say? Not only that, he put in a way that was no way to remove from the wall unless you breaking pieces. Was not for screws. He did cement everything. Was no way unless he go to break the name of Hashem. And there is a sur de oraita of breaking the name of Hashem. They asked the Khatam Sefer what we should do. Is that my son, no? No? I didn't even say what the Khatam Sefer says. Don't go to the bathroom. Maybe you're supposed to close. Why? The Khatam Safer go back and forth. He tried to say one reason and another reason. He mentioned also what you say. He mentioned few reasons and he do not agree with you. He says that the Torah says 
that you're not allowed to break the name of Hashem and we can't darshin and time at the cry and say to break to give kavod. Well, Daniel, I'll agree. I don't agree with that. <laughs> I'm going to drive the shul because the trainer needs to keep shopping. I, do, I didn't say even what he says. No, I'm, 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 Listen, I'm he go back and forth to find the heter and in the end the Chatham Safer writes that even though that he didn't find the heter, it's pasut to him that we violate the halacha and we break the name of Hashem because gadol avera lishma. You do avera with good intention. Cannot be that people come the next day and they go to the bathroom and there is the name of Hashem. <laughs> Cannot be. He didn't say permitted asher. He says it's a prohibition, but you violate the prohibition because good intention. Ah. What's your problem? <laughs> oh, I didn't have the case. Say again. Oh. No, he's saying good. People come, they say, I go to, if I don't go to drive to Shabbos, my connection to Yiddishkeit is zero. It's bad that I should violate Shabbos to drive to show, but I go there, I daven, I listen to speech, I have kiddush, I'm connected to Yiddishkeit. Maybe, but that's what people say, that's what you say. Is that true or not? Why are you learning this sugya now? Why it's random this game? This game because Rotem question. If you know Rotem, Rotem is Avel. There is a halacha that Avel are not allowed to go in trips with friends for the first 30 days. After 12 months there is question, but the first 30 days for sure not. And Rotem had scheduled to go in a trip soon and he's Avel. And the question comes, can he join a trip that everyone else that is going in a trip is from people? And in one side, if he goes to in a trip three, four days, he's not so from right now, but if he go with them, for sure there is a big chance of booster him and be mekar of him a lot, Bifrat after his mother passed away and everything. But that's my opinion. Do I, can I tell him to violate the halakha? Even though the dry halakha avil is not allowed to go in a trip, I'm violating the halakha lishma because he'll be able to grow better. How do you say? Responsible. <laughs> Responsible. <laughs> what do you say about the question? What I should tell Rotem? Don't go. I don't know. You've told that uh, from Rabbi before. Yeah. <laughs> You don't understand all these two votes, what they are talking about. I get it. We let a lot to make Hezboinus in the Torah, cannot be. We say you can violate one Shabbos in order to keep many Shabbos. That's the Gemara says, yeah. But Similar. Let him violate the Rabban, I'm not waiting 30 days. Let him go so he'll be observing all of Yiddish types all the time. You understand how dangerous is that, yes? It's so dangerous to do that, to say, I can do one of it. But we see, I'm proving to you that the poskim write this all the time. Now, let's me, I want, there is two people. Yeah, go ahead. There are certain comments for the most 
don't go on a trip 30 days after the, the other, right? I mean, using your seichel, it's like, okay, because you're supposed to be in Avelos, you're supposed to sit, you're supposed to greet, yes. and happy things. You done in this situation, like, okay, is he really going to be doing that? What do you know to done? How do we know? Maybe the Torah understand that that's more chamur. But maybe I cannot do. Was a person thousand times Asher was a person thousand times smarter than us. His name was Shlomo Melech. He decided that if he go to marry thousand wives, will be gishmak. Why? Because his cheshbon was, if I have thousand wives in all over the world. All of them will know Hashem. He wanted to spread the ways of Hashem. But he was wrong. Because the Torah says 18 wives. That wasn't an Was! He's a king. He's allowed to have it. But it wasn't a good idea. No, no. A king is... Was I surda or aita? A king is... Opposite. A normal person. If you want to marry 2,000 wives, you can have. A king, only 18 wives. He violated with good intentions and he got punished for that and he lost everything. So he understood that was clear. How can we make this cheshboyness? Not so simple. Now we have people that do all the time this cheshboyness and that's the famous Hasidim. How Hasidim allowed to daven after this man? Ah, bothers so much. The halacha says you can daven shachris till, let's say, 10 o'clock. You go 11, 12, 1 in Monsin, the Shtibos and the Hasidim are davening. How? What's the pshat? One of the reasons is Averalishma. I did not knew, I knew the concept, but I never saw someone that writes so clear like today. Listen, the Ramchal, no, the Ramchal, sorry, the Gra. The Ramchal is the next one about Shabbat Aitzvin. The Graon Mivilna, he write, everything got confused here. The Graon Mivilna write in Keter Rosh, that's who Rabchaim Vital write Beshem the Graon Mivilna, against Tnuat HaChasidim. The Graon Mivilna writing against the Hasidim. That's not new. The Graon Mivilna was, didn't like so much the Hasidim. But he write that the whole Hasidim are Mevusas, they are based of the Klal Avera Lishma. The <laughs> Hasidim and they prepare themselves to daven and they violate the halacha to daven after this man everything because it's good intentions. If it will take time and you go to the mikveh and you prepare yourself better, you'll be able to daven better. And says the Gorn Mivinla against them, very, very sharp things against them. And he says, Do not bring me proof from Yael, do not bring proof because all of these was time that was Ruach HaKodesh, exactly like the Noda Buda. That was Ruach HaKodesh, and for sure they had Ruach HaKodesh, they could violate this. But us, in our time, no, nobody have Ruach HaKodesh, and we are not allowed to violate the Halakha. He writes clear that we can't say Gadola Vera Lishma to daven better after, so I'm violating now, he cannot do that. That's not the only reason the Hasidim do, they have different reasons. What? I have no idea. <laughs> The Ramchal write exactly the same, but Lavdil Elef Alfevdalot, not against the Hasidim, he write against Shabbatai Tzvi. Shabbatai Tzvi that made himself Mashiach together with Natan Ha'azatim. He also, his whole concept of the Shabbatahut was, and that's literally was like that. Shabbatai Tzvi was based on Kavanah. 
whatever your intention is, is the main thing. And he says a lot of times, the Shabbatai Tzvi, Avera Lishma. And even when he slept with the queen in the time, he says this, that he was allowed because his metaher her odish to you that he says was based in this concept of Avera Lishma. And the Ramchal also write against them that these people that go by the Avera Lishma is no source today because already not Ruach HaKodesh. Let's recap before we put Hagdarut. Ramchal and Gomi Vilna telling us, together with the Yudah, that today don't exist Avera Lishma. Why? Avera Lishma was only a time that was Ruach HaKodesh. Dot. Clear? Other poskim, that is Shvut Yaakov, Bet Yaakov, Chatam Sofer, Rab Chaim Vital, all the other ones, they constantly are bringing examples of Avera Lishma that we can, can happen today and still have the power of Avera Lishma, of taking the Ashar Lashem from the bathroom or the woman sleeping with the guy to save them. And more and more examples. There's one more very interesting. The Benishai, someone find out that for 40 years his tefillin was pasul. And he got very upset. Like he's putting, doing bracha every day. How many brachot levatala he did because tefillin was not good. And he sent a letter to the Benishai. The Benishai wanted to calm him down. What he write? He didn't say honest. The Benishai says, do not be worried about all the brachot levatala that you did, because gadol avera lishma agishma. Daniel, that's a million dollars. That's lishma. What do you mean different? He didn't do it on purpose. He's not like, oh, I'm about okay. to choose okay. to do an avera because it's lishma. He's trying to do it the correct way. But he didn't says chashav lasot mitzvah venenas like you had good in. The he says the words avera lishma. I agree. It's different. Is not before the fact, is after the fact. But, but the, the first three sheets for the Lord are all talking about the case where someone's going to die if you don't do it. No, the Khatam Sofer, who is dying? Yeah, this four is about the same case. Right, but, but so in that case, you, you're always allowed to violate, I mean, built into the tour, it's not an Avera. I'm allowed to do it to save a life. It's because Lefish trumps everything. You're asking, why the Bet Yaakov need... No, because if it was not Avera Lishma, if it was not considered a mitzvah, they'll be prohibited to their husband. But you, you come out to that You afterwards. understand? No. No. If... Yeah, it's two different things, Asher. Is where I, we have to if it's if it's not... If it's not mitzvah, she's prohibited to the husband. There's not a reason why you're allowed to do it. It's a reason why she's able to go back. Correct. The reason why she's not do it is because it's because of that. And then Avera Lishma, that's why you're allowed to go back to the husband. But there's two steps there. You're saying that without that was allowed to do, so why you call this Avera Lishma? What? Why is Avera Lishma? So to be married to the husband. Why? If it was permitted to do, why is Avera Lishma? Because we have, we have see is that a woman who sleeps with another man is, is usher to her husband. But it's not Avera. That's what he's asking against you, not right. <laughs> and then you have a separate, you have a separate conversation. We're not even considering that uh, an avera because it was lishma, meaning to be locked with the husband. Could be. Ichar, what do you say? Okay. But the other, the chatam sefer is not answering. And there is more. I put ten together. We just don't need to go to the one. Okay. I want to tell you a netziv mivolosim. The netziv write that for averan lishma we required 
three conditions. Claro. Number one, the Gemara, what? Yeah. The Gemara in Yael, remember what was the case of Yael? Yael slept with Sisera to save Klal Israel. The Gemara says on that, Avera Lishma. The Gemara asks, But she's benefiting, she's, what's the word, enjoying from the Avera. Says the Gemara, no, Yael did not enjoy anything. Why? Because for a tzedeket, to be with a rasha is not enjoyment. It's something disgusting, and she did not have any enjoyment on that. Says the Netzim Mivolozhin. What was the question of the Gemara? She had pleasure from the Avera. And what? Who cares? The intention was good. Says the Netzim, we see from here rule number one. If you have pleasure from the Avera that you're doing, doesn't make a difference what was your intention, good intention or good intention. You're having pleasure, you're out of the picture of Avera Lishma. That's not, a good rule. So that's not good. And that's also not good for all the cases of the women that slept. That's not good. Unless you go to say like Layel was a tzaddeket woman sleeping with a rasha, that is disgusting. But like for this not from woman from the IDF that want to go to the Arabs and sleep each night with a different guy, that's what we prohibit. It's not a veralishma because she haven't been. That's a good gishmaki rule. Rule number two, a veralishma cannot be planned. Need to be something that happened. You can, eh? What's this? Like I like? That's right like it. Need to be that Hashem put you in a situation. And, but not that you plan to do. Number three. Esther. No, was not at the time. Was right away. That was exactly what happened with Esther. I imagine that the Netzivu also considered it happened. She need right now to save Kral Israel versus if right now I say, let's make a plan of someone go and marry the Arab in the Arab countries because one day maybe we'll need. That's what's called planning for the future versus right now. There is a Sakana already and I need to say. Well, Esther wasn't a Sakana right now. The, the, the decree hadn't been issued. It no, 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 no. But the first time was no prohibition at all. All the time she was forced. The only time that was a question was when she went by her own will. That was the question. That was after the decree. But marrying him to begin with... That was permitted. That's what the Gemara says, Esther Karka Olam. That's what I was telling to ask. Third rule. Need to be clear that the violation that you violate is much lower than the, what you go to accomplish. Need to be clear. Cannot be, I think, that's a lower mitzvah and that's a, that's a lower prohibition. That's a, need to be something clear. Everyone agreed that to save the whole clan Israel is a higher level. Everyone agreed that need to be this type of things that is clear. So again, three rules. You cannot have any benefit. Number two, need to be something not planned, something that happened. Number three, need to be something clear that everyone agree that this is a lower level and this is a higher level. Clear? To add something. Even if you do a Avera Lishma, let's say there is a situation that you did. The Chidush is that you still get punishment. 
That's Gishmat Dan. That still gets punished. What's the rule? The Netivot Shalom write, how can we that the brothers of Yosef, they sold Yosef to Mitzrayim? They are great people. They are high-level people. How they do this disgusting... You take your brother and sell to Mitzrayim. Like, doesn't make sense. Says the Netivot Shalom that they really knew the dreams. And they knew that Hashem wanted to sell Yosef to Mitzrayim. And they did Avera Lishma. Was intention. But was Avera Lishma. Ah, why they get punished? Because when you do Avera Lishma... There is a reality. You violate the Torah. You get punishment. That's nothing to do. When you need to cut one finger of the sick person to save the whole body, maybe you're allowed to cut the small finger to save the whole body. But the guy still lost a finger. So even in the cases that are permitted, it's not really permission that you completely clean. Yael will have something that is not clean there. But in her performance, what she's supposed to do, you did what you needed to do. That's good. What was, what, was, what, was, what was the answer to Rota the other day? Because I think you should go on the trip. You think he should go? No. I told him uh, to go. What about Menashe Amela Sprint? Who was it that, that refused to have children because he knew Menashe Amela would be his grandchild? Chizkiyahu Amela. So how come he, he was going to die in that situation? Why isn't that what? Chizkiah says, I don't want to have a children because I know the future that my children will become bad. <laughs> was Avera... Yeah, but he did Cheshbonah, which he wasn't supposed to do. Why not? He's asking, why not? Why not? He knew, I don't want to have... I don't think that's connected because... Why? He's doing... What's his Avera that he's not have kids, yeah? That's... You know what is good... You're talking about kids for the thousands of, millions of kids that will come from you. You look one kid, you focus on him and say, oh, I need to get rid. That's, you're going mix up in the Cheshbonot of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Menashe didn't kill Kuala Yisrael. No, Menashe was Rasha, that's all. Mari. Skoyach. I didn't want to go.